Hello, everyone. Welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borho. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borho and Tim Johnson. Good morning, everybody. My name is Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Hi, Tim. My good friend, buddy. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, we have um, coming up I Spy Wish. We do. Saturday, July 14th. If you have not done I Spy a Wish, you should do it. Great prizes, lots of fun. Uh, it's a fundraiser for Make a Wish, so make sure you uh, join us then. Um, if you want more, ispywish.com, mm -hmm. and we'll we'll see you there. It, it's a lot of fun. It's a scavenger hunt. A driving scavenger it, hunt. It's like Amazing Race without the race. Right. It's just amazing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, lots of great things coming on. Um, pay attention to our website, uh, and you can find out a lot of different events on whatsuppeoria.com, too, and those are all the events that are going on that we can find on uh, the, in the Peoria area. Today we are talking hooked on fishing. I have no idea what this is, so this should be interesting. Why? Well, I, I imagine it's something to do with fishing, right? Um, we have uh, Dan Ganaway and Kurt White from Hooked on Fishing. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Sure. Thank you. Tell us what that is. Uh, hooked on Fishing is a 501c3 non-for-profit. We're located um, the old Dixon fish ponds. So okay. on 116 in East Peoria, mm -hmm. just past the riverboat before you get to Jonah's, if you look down, you see some ponds down there and probably some people fishing, that's us. And uh, we've been, that we are actually, this is our 10th season, uh, which is a really big milestone for us. Mm -hmm. um, it's tough to make it that long, um, fundraising and making that happen and doing it all on our own. But uh, it's, it's an awesome place that puts a lot of people uh, the opportunity in the community to be able to go out and experience the outdoors and go fishing. And the real cool thing is uh, we really provide everything that you would possibly need to come have that experience. So we provide the poles, the bait, fully stocked ponds. We even have a volunteer staff there that can give you a little bit of guidance, get you started in the right direction. They're not going to stand there and hold your hand, uh, but you got a fish hooked on and you don't know how to take it off or don't like touching them, you can probably find some way to help you get it off. <laughs> That's really cool. No wonder I know where it is because I drive by it all the time. Yeah, we hear that all the time. Yeah. I've been driving by this for years and didn't even know it was here. Yeah. So who can join? Uh, well, we are open to the public on Sundays from noon until 4 for Family Fishing Day. And that's basically, um, if you'd come by yourself, Tim, and come down there, uh, we'd let you in and tell you, you know, here's your gear, go fish and have fun. Next time you come, bring your dad, bring your kids, bring a neighborhood kid, bring somebody else with you. The whole idea is to get as many people outdoors. Uh, you know, we kind of joke and say, put an iPhone down and pick up a fishing pole. Mm -hmm. You know, screen time, it's not the way I grew up, and uh, just trying to create that opportunity for the community. Um, otherwise, we're closed on Mondays, and then Tuesday through Saturday um, is by reservation for groups. And uh, our mission is to serve people with special needs, disabilities, 
um, veterans, seniors, and kids ages 5 to 15. Um, so it's a pretty big, broad band of people that can come in. Um, but we really focus on um, groups um, like um, Epic and Southside Mission, Boys and Girls Club. Um, we do a lot of stuff with HISRA, Heart of Illinois Special Recreation Association, okay. YMCAs, YWCAs, um, summer camps with different park district groups. Um, All and, the assisted living oh, facilities, yeah. yeah. Yeah, tons of assisted living facilities. And actually, those are my favorite people <laughs> when they come yeah. down because they're just thankful to be out of the same four walls. For sure. Um, so, I mean, they're the most thankful. Not that people aren't thankful that are down, but no, they're absolutely. the ones that are just have a smile on their face and they're just sitting there. They're just happy to be out and doing something. So uh, it's all ran um, outside of a, a few people. Um, it's basically all ran by volunteers. Everybody that's down there is volunteering their time um, and helping. And it's because they're passionate about fishing, helping people and being outdoors. Kurt has uh, been a five i've been the director of the park for this is my fifth season and kurt's been a volunteer he came on just before i did um, and kurt has a one of his sons uh, has been a big volunteer down there a bunch too mm -hmm. and kurt can speak to the volunteer side um, but well i think the important thing to mention along with what you said what what do we do and the groups that come down there um, also servicing the needs like you said people with special needs like myself on the back side of one of our ponds is a concrete poured sidewalk that's like 180 foot long with a couple of ramps or platforms that you can easily unload the people with the wheelchair. So the accessibility is huge. Mm -hmm. And being a person with special needs myself, um, that's as far as going fishing, that's one of the biggest obstacles. How do you get that person down to the water yeah. sa safely? Mm -hmm. And and we're set up perfectly for that. I've never seen anything like the setup that they have down there. And then Dan man mentioned all of the volunteers. I mean, they're down there giving their time and talent. Uh, their passion is to help people. And the way that they help service, you know, I've seen, it was funny, you mentioned Preston, as far as the volunteering down there, I've seen him a, a morning group uh, assist a 103-year-old guy sitting under a tree, catch fish for a couple hours, and then turn around after lunch. And it was a little girl, you know, six years old with pigtails. Um, but it, it warmed my heart as a father to watch him help, you know, both those types of people um, in, a, in a setting like we have. It's just fantastic. Um, and like Dan said, with the volunteers, as far as alluding to them, the park wouldn't run without them. Um, the, the couple that, that he mentioned, um, I mean, we're, we're open except for Mondays, eight, nine, ten hours a day, okay. the whole time, yep, so. So where does someone learn more about your times and slots and that kind of thing? You have a website? Yeah, we do. Okay. Hookedonfishingpark.org and .com, we have them both. And um, on that website, uh, there's plenty of information, just general information, who we are, what we do for a refresher on that. And then... Um, stuff about um, sponsorships, stuff about our activities, events, fundraisers, and our calendar page. And our calendar page is a uh, kind of do-it-yourself reservation calendar where you, um, it's automated, where you look up for a date and a time that's available. And it really breaks down to Tuesday through Saturday, there's two time slots. We do a morning and an afternoon. So we can serve basically two groups a day. 
Um, a time slot is usually around two hours. And uh, they start in the morning between 9 and uh, 10.30 and in the afternoon between 12 and 1.30. And like I said, two hours is kind of what we block out for that time. Mm -hmm. Some people try and stick around longer because they're having fun and they're biting. And sometimes they're ready to go after an hour. It all depends on who it is. But, and if it's hot. Sure. Right. right. It's pretty shaded though down there, isn't it? It is. There's there? a lot of old giant cottonwood trees down mm-hmm. there. Um, <laughs> do not care for those trees. <laughs> They're very uh, messy. messy. Mm. But um, yeah, but it, it, there there's some spots of shade. You know, uh, the afternoons when the sun gets more towards the riverside, it creates a little more. The mornings get pretty hot. Okay. But uh, I have a giant pavilion too that mm-hmm. you can get out of, away from the fishing, of course. But there's shaded area and also available for picnic lunches and those types of, mm-hmm. a lot of groups use it for that also. Mm-hmm. So are you looking for volunteers? Always. Very <laughs> much so. It's our biggest obstacle that we have is volunteers. Uh, we have a core group of volunteers that are amazing. Um, and I think anybody, uh, any n- nonprofit that can stand 10 years obviously has that backbone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you get your people, and I tell people when they talk about, oh, I'd like to come down and volunteer. that'd be great. I'd love it if it was even one day a year, one day a year, one day a month, one day a week, whatever. Even if it's just for one or two hours at an event that, that we're hosting, um, we do something that's really unique, um, is the second Saturday of every month, uh, through September, we offer a free kids fishing derby. Mm. Um, and we do three different age groups with, uh, three winners in each age group based on species of fish. So bluegill, uh, crappie, catfish, or other, which down there with the way the river (laughs) has flooded into us, you never know what other is going to (laughs) be. There's uh, all kinds of species. We think there's in the neighborhood of 18 to 20 different species in the ponds. So uh, things that Mother Nature has gifted us over the years from the (laughs) river and the floods. Drop in. Pretty good chance of catching something yeah we do a pretty good job of keeping it stocked you're going to get a bite whether you can uh, land the fish and set the hook and get the whole process done it's not for everybody Um, but you're guaranteed to catch a good time that's for sure do you need a license to fish Uh, technically you do need a license to fish in the state of illinois Um, it's uh, kind of a gray area where uh where we're at um i I wouldn't hesitate to allow anybody to fish without one, but um, technically you do need a, a fishing okay. license to fish in the state. So of give it a try and then get your license. And yeah. I think you could test the waters with us, and yeah. then maybe if that's what, something you want to repeat and do, then I would encourage you. Plus that money that goes towards license does um, get marked back to um, environmental funds that help different things with the fishing community in the state if not even to the conservation side. So um, it's things that does go. It doesn't go straight north or something like that. <laughs> right, right. I understand. <laughs> so is there a cost to go fishing? Uh, there is no set fee for what we do. Um, and we encourage donations uh, from a patron when they come in. So on Sundays, there's no set fee. Uh, we provide the bait, we provide the equipment, we provide everything that you need to come and do that. Whether you stop in for a half hour or you're there for all four, um, there is no cost. 
Um, but however, we do run entirely off of donations. Mm -hmm. So donations are encouraged. Um, they're not required. Okay. And everything that we do is based off of, um, we do three major fundraisers a year. Okay. Um, and then we do corporate sponsorships uh, with a few that we solicit for people that believe in us and uh, believe in what we're doing and how we help the community and private donations also. Um, and it takes more than you think to maintain and run. Uh, it's about around 14 acres that we lease from the Dixon family, uh, from the Dixon fish market. Okay. Um, couldn't ask for better landlords. They're amazing family, great people. Um, it's the history of Dixon's was pay ponds where um, it's been fishing park, fishing ponds for 50, 60 years. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. And so it used to be that you could come and pay for the day to fish and then you could keep your fish and you would pay like per pound to take your fish out of the park. Mm. And it worked like that up into probably the mid 90s. Um, then it uh, ended up closing down and sat vacant and kind of overgrown for quite a few years. Mm -hmm. And the quick backstory is um, really the founder of the whole place is Mike O'Reilly. Um, and Mike came up with this idea and approached the Dixons about this and um, put the whole pieces of everything together, um, did a lot of funding himself and some fundraising to where we were able to pour those sidewalks, build that pavilion, create the accessibility. Um, I don't know if the vision was quite what it's turned out to be today, but I think uh, everybody that's been involved along the process uh, is pretty happy with the amount of people that we serve, yeah. which is actually around over 5,000 people in six months go through wow. our gate. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So That's it's, really cool, and, and yeah. for fishing, so that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've had uh, family fishing days on Sunday be close to 200 people coming through the park. It's so. a bit chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's 200 people but, uh, running around. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, we have plenty of space for them. Sure, there's room. Plenty of, plenty of room. There's three ponds uh, to fish. Another u really unique thing about the park is uh, if you look down you might notice that the water looks pretty clear, clean. Uh, next time you drive by, notice because it's actually spring-fed through artesian wells. And there's around 30 to 40 artesian wellheads that are pushed in along some springs. And that water's 52 degrees, crystal clear. And we have it come up and break the surface to help add oxygen. Um, so in the dead of winter, it's 52 degrees. And on the hottest day, in the summer, it's still 52 degrees. Now, the surface temperature on the water gets into the 60s, 70s, and the hottest, but it's a lot cooler than everything else. Helps with our carrying capacity of the water to allow us to house more fish, to create more opportunities to catch. So it's a really unique ecosystem, and that water discharges into the Illinois River. So it's not river water that's <laughs> down there. <laughs> These aren't river fish, yeah. unless it floods. Unless it floods. <laughs> that's also good yes. to know. Which happens about every year it floods. Yeah. And do people get to take their fish with them then? No, it is all catch okay. and release. Okay. Yep, it's, it's more of an experience park to get, sure. you know, it's really a platform to try and launch people into getting them started, and if they like it, get them to go out and, and you know, get a pole and go somewhere else and try somewhere else. Sure. Yeah, it's my, I mean, it's, and for the education side of the whole thing, I mean, uh, our bait, typically we use hot dogs um, because they don't wriggle around as much as the worms do, so mm -hmm. it's easier for the kids, easier for the adults. Less um, 
<laughs> exactly, <laughs> and you know, but from a teaching perspective, we found that that works well as long as we can uh, make sure the kids understand that that's for the fish, not for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, from an education standpoint, in the catch and release, um, you know, we even have some fish down there that we've named because you can see them all the time go by. And I think Big Louie is the one this year, so. Yeah, the, the infamous Big Louie catfish. <laughs> the giant catfish is in there. And uh, any kid that catches a catfish after we tell the Big Louie story screams they caught Big Louie. I got Louie. Big Louie. Whether it's a two-inch catfish or a 10-pound catfish, it's pretty fun. That's so uh, much fun. You're passionate about what you do. You can see it. Very much. Oh, wow. Um, so I get the concept. You're right in the heart of the city, right in the middle of Peoria, mm -hmm. East Peoria, right in there. Um, so if somebody wants to go, they don't have to go out in the country somewhere and find a, a little stream or something. Yeah. They can do it right here. Sunday afternoon, go to church, get something to eat, slide on down to Hooked on Fishing for, it can be an hour. And uh, the, the little ones start to lose their focus or patience and pack them back up in the car <laughs> and you're back home in 10, 15 minutes which is pretty yeah. nice. The people I know that fish are passionate about fishing and just love to fish, and those are the people that you're looking for to volunteer, correct? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You don't have to know about fishing to volunteer, though. Okay. There's tons of opportunities. Um, like I said, there's events that we do and things where we always need help um, just organizing. Um, you know, we're going to be looking to expand some responsibilities next year. Uh, we've had a, a change in the last uh, year on how our process is working uh, down there as far as um, I used to be there every single day and I'm not now. Um, um, one of our great volunteers, Hal Trainer, um, is stepped up and is kind of running as the park manager there now. Okay. Um, we've got some other great volunteers uh, that are there with him helping him. So they've kind of taken the reins of that. So trying to figure out a better way to distribute some of those tasks that are needed to be done. But mm -hmm. it's a little bit of growing pains, We've, uh, which is a good thing, yeah. you know, that we've, we've gotten to this point. So uh, it's exciting. My kids love it. My <laughs> kids beg to go down there all the time, That's and awesome. we take all their friends, and you should take <laughs> any kids you know down there, in my opinion. It's a wonderful way to start somebody on that. It's a great way for a family to spend time together. That's yeah. that's what we see, and to see the kids light up. And several times we see the kid catching their first fish ever. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. And a concrete slab to get there <laughs> versus like a rig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Pull right it's up a, and park ten feet away. That's a big difference. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, what's the website they can Booked go on to? Hookedonfishingpark.org. Easy enough to get to. Dan Ganaway and. Kurt White of Hooked on Fishing. Uh, check them out over by Dixon Seafood, um, over by the uh, Paradise Hotel, not too far from there. Mm -hmm. um, but easy to get to, easy place to check out. Volunteer. And um, if you um, need to get a hold of them, uh, make sure you go to the website and check them out. And don't forget to check out ispywish.com. And uh, have fun, everybody. PeoriaLife.com